everybody to another episode of Grown Man Watch Kid Shit. It's me, TJ, and I'm here with the one, the only, Jordan. First off, happy birthday, Jordan. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yes. Um, another another trip around the sun. Um, and uh, what, oh, oh, what fun. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what <laughs> Golly. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, 36, 36. I, I, I really appreciate it. Um, yeah, so... Not only uh, is it uh, uh, my birthday, it's also our last um, uh, episode of Spooktacular. So looking forward to uh, to talking about Wendell and Wild with you. Uh, the listeners can't see this, obviously, but um, you're wearing a, f- a mighty fine um, purple purple cloak. Cape. 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 Cloak. 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 It's a cloak. It's a cloak. It's a cloak. A clape. It's a um, <laughs> Uh, tell me why a clape sounds like a pastry that someone in Boston made up. A clape, it, it's it sounds it sounds like it sounds like uh, uh, the next variant of like an STD. You know? I, I was gonna say that, but I wanted yeah. to hold back. I'm glad that you put voice to that, though. It really does. It really does, man. I got that clate, you know. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> but. Uh, but yeah, man. Uh, so th- and this is for go ahead and tell the listeners why you're wearing this because you're not wearing this for them because they can't they can't see it. No, I'm wearing it for you, Jordan, because no. it was your birthday yesterday, and this mm-hmm. this is gonna this is our last one before Halloween. And you know, while I get to see you next week, y'all, uh, heads up, we won't have an episode next week because we won't have an episode next week. But <laughs> even yeah. though I get to see you next week, I won't get to show you like the costume in a way but and also mm-hmm. this is the best part of the costume i'm gonna admit that full full stop because i ordered like these green pants and this green shirt to go with it right and i ordered it from the website and it looked like it was the same shade these green pants are not the same shade and they're also super thin and i it's cold like i can't be rocking these shits yeah. the green shirt is like a green turtleneck in jordan hmm if my thirty-four-year-old body don't look lumpy as hell, and <laughs> <laughs> I put that shit on, and I was like, I didn't know I had a curve there. I didn't yeah. know that that was like that. You mean like uh, a good lumpy or like a bad lumpy? Man, like okay, so you know, like a black you and I, lumpy or like a like a well, like a well, Dr. You know, Seuss you lumpy. I, you know, you and I have been working on our fitness. You and I have been working right. on our fitness. Right, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and and before before listeners get all crazy with it, this isn't like the oh my god, I'm going to the gym and lifting for three hours every. No, we're not working on the fitness like that because you you and I we got shit to do. Uh, mm-hmm. But you know, I've been trimming up and stuff like that. But you know, I'm I'm at the phase where I got them pesky little love handles that yeah. I'm trying yeah. to just like get down. And if <laughs> Jordan. If this if this turtleneck didn't say those love handles are now love car doors, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, I was like, I can't. Yeah. 
Now, luckily, the cloak covers that, but it mm-hmm. didn't. It didn't do much to put me in like a a, a positive state of mind. Right. Right. Yeah, I have. I. I. I'll, I'll admit, I still. I still have those two, and I. I don't know. I've heard before, not from any like credible sources, so like this could be wrong. I've heard that those are like the the, the hardest things to get rid of because you could theoretically be like thin, and then you have like those at the side. I've I've all someone told me that like I'm I've I've I my, like my body type. I'm 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 a broad person. That's what someone told me. Like I'm just I'm someone a really told broad. me that too. Someone said I'm like football broad now, and I was yeah like, yeah. And so I've, I've kind of come to the realization in my ripe old age now of 36 that like, if I can just maintain the level, you know what I mean? That I have, it's all about maintaining, I think for me, um, yeah. making sure that like, you know, if, if, if a day come, you know, I have a big meal or I have whatever, if I, I just always either work it off or just kind of like, like I could totally, I'm, I'm comfortable in this body. I, I could totally rock this body the way that it looks until, until, until the day I die. I don't want to you know, get I think like you don't want to get like rock hard or like chiseled. Well, or, no, I don't. I don't want to get like any bigger. You know what I mean? But I also cool I do if, I don't get, if I if I don't get any like trimmer, you know, because I am like yeah. you know hitting the hitting hitting the the weights and the the running and the walking and all that kind of stuff. So you know, I, I wonder. For me, it is like I need to make sure that my dad bod mm-hmm. becomes a father figure. You know what I mean? Like, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, I wanted to be like, oh, okay, I'm on the I'm on the fit side of dad bod. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's kind of how I am too. That's kind of how I feel. And like, you know, you know what I mean? I'm totally cool with that. Apparently, like for for dudes too, like thick, you know, being thick is in now. You know, so yeah, uh, I want my dad bod to become a father figure. Where the hell do I I come from? I don't don't, don't want my dad bod to be a fucking deadbeat. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah, we want our dad bods to be father figures, not dad yeah. I want my dad bod to be like, hey, I don't care where you're going to be. You better be home by 11. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I, I don't but want also, my dad bod to be like, where the fuck are my kids? You know, like, John you support dad, checks in the mail. You want your dad bod to be like, sit down next to the child on the bed and be like, I noticed you've been sad lately. Can we yeah, talk? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want my dad bod to be like trick-or-treating and saying on the lawn, be like, hey, you say thank you. You tell him thank you. <laughs> you know. No, I want my dad bot to be like, no, you absolutely should get her flowers on her first day. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my dad bot to be like, yeah, you could take her. You could take my daughter to the homecoming dance, of course. No, oh, I want my dad bot to show up to PTA meetings and be like, I'll I'll bake for the bake sale. I just, I just want my dad bot to show up. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want <laughs> I don't want my dad bod to be the one that you're waiting for. Like he said he'd come, you know what I mean, on Christmas and shit. You mean you don't want your dad bod to be the one who's like, oh, guess who's not at the father daughter dance? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't I don't want I don't want my dad bod to like marry my high school crush at his fifth marriage. You know what I mean? He's like yeah. <laughs> You remember Brittany, right? Yeah, you know, I I don't want my dad bod to be like, can I hold a hundred from you? Let me hold a hundred. (laughs) 
I don't want to threaten my dad bod with a nursing home every single time he fucks up. <laughs> All right, all right, that's enough. We'll go on forever with this shit. <laughs> I can't breathe. Oh, no, no. Oh. And I'm, here's the thing. I'm mad that I can't breathe because I'm not wearing my Apple Watch, so it ain't even tracking how many yeah, calories I'm burning right now. Oh, you wearing the purple cape makes this all, all, all more better. Um. <laughs> 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 oh, right. Taylor brought me right. my Apple Watch so it could track how hard I'm laughing. All right, good, good. Yeah, man, I want that. I want that Gregory Peck dad bod. I ain't trying to have that fucking. I ain't trying to have that Atticus Finch. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Uh, oh goodness. <clears throat> okay. Oh. All right. Well, yeah. So we watched Wendell and Wild, um, and uh, <laughs> we did. yeah, this is this is a quick turnaround, y'all. This is this this is probably. Got, I'm gonna go on. I think this might be our quickest turnaround yet because the movie dropped today, the 28th. Today, uh, we wanted to watch it. So this, you're listening to this on Saturday, the the 29th. Um, yeah. So probably our our quickest turnaround. Um, yeah. Sorry, sorry, it's a little late, but we wanted to we wanted to get on that on that new new uh for this uh for this season we got two of them we got hocus pocus and then and then we got this one so some brand new 2022 uh horror uh family movies for you or halloween family movies for y'all and we're going to be rating this one in the same system we have before is it a trick or a treat or is it a treat uh the two rating system i'm i'm kind of liking it tj if i'm being honest it kind of makes it towards like there's no middle ground you know what i mean it's either like you're gonna it's it's either a, a good one or, or or it's a bad one in the case of Bridge Hollow, it made it to where it's like the 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 bad outweighed the good just enough. But I still do for think you, that, and then for yeah. me, it was yeah. like, yeah. I was so, gonna say you would you would the caucasity of you coming in here and being like, we should keep this rating system. The what? Caucasity. What is that? What do you mean? That's that's just what I say when white people do bold shit nowadays. Oh, okay. The cauc- yeah, the caucasity. You know us whites, we like our rating system. Um, yeah. So <laughs> I mean, Cisco and I think, and <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, you know. So yeah, we'll keep that. And then what? Also, what I was thinking too is at the very end, I'd like to rate rank the four spooktacular movies that we did. Uh, give our own personal. Oh yeah, that. that's gonna be easy for me. That's gonna be easy. Yeah. Before we do that, um, I, I got a question for you. So Halloween, Halloween's right around the corner. Um, if you could go trick or treating with any family movie character, who would it be? Trick or treating with any, or who? Or, you know who? No, no, okay, who, who? Who are some good ones? Rather, let's say that who would be some good trick or treating partners? You know who I would go trick or treating with? Hmm. The Griswolds, because they'd be a goddamn mess. Yeah. That- <laughs> That'd be fun as shit. I was thinking, you know, you know what my initial react, my initial answer was to this TJ when I was thinking about this question was uh, I can't remember his name in the movie, but Bob Hoskins from uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, because he would he would just be like, "What the hell is that? What the hell?" He would just be like, like you know, just everywhere he goes, yeah, just really beside himself and like disgruntled about the whole experience i think i think would be pretty fun 
Mm-hmm. But it's like, mm-hmm. could could I could I rock with that the entire night? You know, I don't know. It depends I if you're drunk or not. Yeah, that's true. I wouldn't want to go with like some bright-eyed and bushy-tailed character. You know what I mean? I also wouldn't want to go with like an orphan. You know, it's like man, your ass want to stay at I'd home. Wanna, Shit, I'd want to go. <laughs> I don't want. I want. I don't know. I, I just think it'd be annoying after a while. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, we, they don't allow this in the orphan, and it's like, yeah, okay, shut up. You know what I mean? Like, we 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 set that precedent. Already. I like the way that your orphan has only been let out for one day a year, and it's today. Yeah, yeah, my orphans get let out. <laughs> they get let out like like once a week for fifteen minutes a time. Oh no. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's very they apropos got- of this movie, but we'll get to that. Yeah, they got windows, you know what I mean? But like, yeah, they yeah, I got a man, I'd run a tight ship. Um if I uh if, if we you ran an orphanage? About, yeah, we probably shouldn't talk about this too much when we get flagged. But yeah. <laughs> Who's we? Let it be known. <laughs> Let it be known who said uh, what. <laughs> I like I I it's being 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 yeah, I, I, being adopted, I like making adopted jokes. They're, they're fun, you know what I mean. You, you get a whole bunch of adopted people together. It's like it's some, it's some, it's a twisted sense of humor. You know what I mean? We're like, is it really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, you so, know, do 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 y'all say okay now? Okay, okay, okay. I want you to know I love you with the hmm. most <laughs> intense burning that I could possibly love another man. In a way that is not sexual or romantic. Do y'all, and before I say this, do y'all say shit like, that's why your parents don't didn't love you? Or that, like, mm-hmm. do y'all say shit mm-hmm. like that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, okay. it's I just so, wanted to so make sure diff- that my, I so wasn't about diff- to get canceled. Yeah, no, first off, first off, it's like, we don't like just find each other. It's not like we all know each other. And also, everyone's adoption story is different. Like me, I, I was only adopted by, so my, my mother was like full on adopted. You know what I mean? Like, like, you know the system and all that kind of stuff me i was adopted by by my dad so my adoption is a little bit it's kind of like you know half and half but um mm-hmm. yeah but there, there's jokes like uh like uh uh i'm surprised you didn't age out oh god you know? uh, <laughs> oh god this is, i see i see and that those are the kinds of jokes that i can't say you know what i mean because i didn't go through but i can listen to them and i can laugh at them you know what i mean and I can say stuff like, I, I used to walk up to random people and be like, Dad? You know, stuff like that. And there's always that, there's al- there's always that, there's always that, that running joke where it's like, um, we might secretly be related and stuff like that. You know, it's like you, you order the same thing. You, you both order a Coke and you're like, holy shit, we might be, you know, so anyway. Um, uh, you know, what I was so, just about yeah. to say, hmm. I need my dad bod focused on reunification. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but other other characters, I I, th- I think I like to go. So you can you can go this one of two ways. You can go with a character that you are uh, taking trick or treating, or you can go a character that is like kind of partnering up with you as you take people trick-or-treating and stuff like that like who you're wait who you're waiting on the on the on the sidewalk Ooh, with and stuff like that. i lie i know exactly who i would go with hmm. all the kids from heavyweights that would be a really good time that really would that would be a really good time and like hopefully you catch them like it's it's the first halloween right after summer so like their ptsd is like still in like full swing you know and they're just like so they're acting they're buck wild 
Yeah, yeah. But then at the very end, you you pay somebody to dress up like Tony Perkis and be like, "Surprise, motherfuckers!" Like this is all. I'm not trying know, to kill these children. And just 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 flare. Just get to get that flared up. Yeah, I would like to. Uh, yeah, that that that's a really good one. Um, I think uh, I think I think Pete and his invisible dragon would be fun to take. The dragon could fuck with people. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. And I also think that uh who else like um um I think I think Luca would be kind of cool. Like Luca oh. and 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 uh and his little buddy. Who's 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 his buddy's name? I get I gave that movie a ten out of ten and I don't remember who his buddy's name was, but yeah. It starts kinda with like, a G, right? Am I crazy? Some Italian thing. I don't know. You li- <laughs> what? How you gonna be dismissive of your own people? It's Italian, isn't it? I'm just saying facts. Some Italian name, like Giancarlo, or or well, no, Giancarlo is multiple uh, uh, cultures there, but uh. but yeah, I think uh, who else would be good? What what animal like what like anthropomorphic character that we've talked about? would be fun because they wouldn't even need a costume yo you know I, mean? I would go with ray from ray? princess and the frog oh yeah, yeah. he'd be fun but he's as dead hell. but he's dead don't why you gotta remind me so so you shit <laughs> so you'd, you'd resurrect ray <laughs> or or or, or louis because you know louis would be fun to go with too yeah yeah louis scare the shit fun. out of people mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah he said so they did they did. <laughs> so speaking of trick or treating, um, my uh, Kim and I were at, were at uh, trivia uh, the other. We went to uh, Pluckers um, for uh, birthday dinner because I love me some chicken wing, and um, and we went there and we had we stumbled upon trivia as we often do. We did pretty good for just the two of. There were a lot of teams playing. Hold up, what? time out, back up. As we what? often do, are you Jordan the lying. trivia hunter? No, I'm not like somehow like trivia just like finds. Well, here's the thing: I, we often go out on Wednesday, Thursday nights, which I think are normal like trivia nights, and karaoke stuff like that. or trivia nights. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess it, you know, the odds are kind of in our favor. So it's not that miraculous that that happens. But um, so we came in, we came in second place. We got a fifty dollar Pluckers gift card, but it was just oh, the shit. two of us, and we lost by like three points to a table of eight people. So we were like, "Oh damn!" You know what I mean? We're feeling feeling pretty good. It was all like horror theme stuff too. But one you know of the things I come in, on, I come in on a Thursday. So let's go, bro. Let's go because I think yeah, there there's there's plenty of stuff in there that's like, oh, I don't fucking know what that is. Um, but the most popular candy uh, for Halloween last year, and we'll see what it is for this year, was the Reese's peanut butter cup. Now, you yourself admittedly not a fan of chocolate are you still are you still firm so i take it you're not cutting into those numbers what candy are you passing out this year oh so um this year i paused because i'm passing out different things at work than at home at work Mm -hmm. i have those skittles those shrieker skittles that some of them are sour and you don't know which ones oh like the zombie ones they're called Sh- Shriek. Uh, um, well, okay, so I remember last year they had the zombie Skittles, and it's like those tasted like fucking buttholes. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> um, but th- 
this year we are passing out um uh, what are they called? Uh that Pokemon Boo Packs. So it's like a, a little pack of Pokemon cards that has like four or five cards in them. Mm-hmm. So you're doing like limit stuff. Yeah, the, the limited edition and stuff like Damn. that. So yeah, yeah. You're trying to so be, we have you're trying to be we those have eight, we have eighty packs to, to pass out. So when you're out, are you out? Are you are are you the, are you are you those kind of kind of people? Like when you're when you're out, you're out, or do you go to the store to get more shit? Uh, well, these we actually had to order because no store had them. Um, mm. But we're actually going to. So we asked our neighbor, like, how many kids go by uh, here, like our apartment complex, and they're like, our apartment, uh, the doors face like a major road, so they're like not many kids. We have neighbor, we we have a pretty dense neighborhood right behind us. But um, so she's like, not many people. So we're actually going to one of Boo Thing's friend's house to pass out candy. Uh, mm. And we're going to just mix it in with their stuff because they said that uh, in their neighborhood, they get 200, 250 kids. Yeah. So, yeah, we get we get we get a lot over here. I didn't I didn't do a head count last year. Last year was our first Halloween here. So we ran out of candy. And I'm the kind of guy I'm like, no, we got to keep going. We, we're not going to be those people. You know, what I mean, we're not going to shut it down at like. Cause it was like eight o'clock when we ran out and I was like, we're not going to be those people. And yeah. so I drove to, to the nearest Walgreens and of course, um, everything was gone. Barren, barren. Yeah. And then I drove to HEB and I just, I just grabbed what I could. And I, by that point you're walking out with the, with the, with the bullshit bags of like dots, you know what, I'm, you know what I mean? And like the, and like the, the um the dum dums like they're always blue. It's like those blue bags that like no one. It's yeah. Horrible. But here's the no thing: really I fuck with dots and I fuck with dum dums. I know you do, and I don't understand why. Like I don't, I don't, I don't. You don't get fuck it. with dum dums. Like, I mean, dum dums. They're just they're just kind of mid. You know what I mean? It's like a it's like a little bit you put in your mouth and it's like okay now here's the I don't really fuck with suckers to begin. with. I'm not a big sucker guy. I don't like having a little stick coming out of my, you know what I mean? I don't like being like, hold on, let me, let me, let me reiterate my point and I pull this fucking lollipop out. Like what's it like Kojak now, or whatever, you know what I mean? Tell, tell me like, if that ain't my style though. Tell me that. It, that, that is that your style, style because you would make, you would give it some attitude. You'd be like, look like that. And like, bitch, like that's that, you know what I mean? And you'd be waving it around, you know, like, like, like some kind of conductor, you know what I mean? Like, let me tell you, you'd point it at people and stuff, and they'd be like, "Oh, I see your spit." Like, I that's just not. I can't do that. You know what I mean, I can't do that. And I'm also like, what if it gets like stuck in my beard, you know, and stuff like that? I don't know. I'm just not a big. I'm just not a big sucker guy. I don't. I don't suck on it for very often. I just. Try, I try to crunch it. You know what I mean? To very, okay. To very, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm uh, more of the fruity. I'm more of the fruity can. But also, like in those in those situations, the like fruitier candies, they just hold mm-hmm. better because the chocolate candies just fucking melt. Chocolate, yeah, the the, the the chocolate candies do melt. Um, but yeah, man, I don't know. See, I was always when I trick or treated, I was always the I'd be eating the shit on the go. You know what I mean? Like, so if mm-hmm. someone gave me like a big thing, it's just like, all right, you know, what I mean, eat on the go. And then you would always have that one house that was like. We're the fun house because we give you like the full size, you know, candy bars and stuff like that. Um, and then like the following year, they wouldn't do that again because they're probably like that shit was way too expensive. We're never doing that. Um, 
And then you got the assholes who give out like popcorn balls and um, and uh, apples and stuff like that. I think the apples are kind of going away, but the popcorn balls are in full force. I saw some popcorn balls in some kids' bags last year. And I was yeah. like, what well, fucking sociopath needs to be ejected from this neighborhood right well, now? Well, here's a question I have for you. Well, popcorn hmm. balls are absolutely insane. And popcorn balls are a Christmas thing. I'm sorry. Um, no. uh, second... This is the ultimate. This is the ultimate candy test of our friendship. Do you fuck with yes. the? Oh, okay. What? <laughs> Speaking of that, longtime listener Eileen says she's super happy for your and Kim's baby. So, <laughs> oh, all right. Okay. Since you fuck, uh, mm-hmm. but do you fuck with the uh, with the different flavored Tootsie Rolls? Yes. Okay. Wait, I do. Hey, everybody. Good I news. GMWKS will come back in the year 2020. <laughs> you, know what, you know what I used to do, TJ? I used to... Uh, so the blue ones are the vanilla, and then you yeah. have like the lemon and the orange, and the, I think, what is it? Raspberry? And the lime. And all kind of stuff. Yeah, the lime. There you yeah. go. I used to get um, the vanilla, and I used to get uh, one or two of the lemon and or lime and like swish them together. And you got like a little like a lime cream, you know what I mean? Oh. Yeah, I used to do that all the time. I do that with the red one because the red one's cherry. <clears throat> cherry, okay, that's what it is. Yeah, no, man, I love I, I I love those things. Tootsie rolls. I'm just gonna say right here, dude. Tootsie rolls go off. Tootsie rolls go like they're way any, too hard. Anytime, yeah, anytime I get a tootsie roll, I don't care if it's a little one. I don't care if it's the if it's if it's a thin long one. You know, I don't care if it's the if it's the 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 the, the fit, chunky boy, you know, yeah. I don't care if it's that one. I don't care. The man. father the figure, roll. the father figure, yeah, tootsie roll. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we call the long skinny one Uncle Grandpa, I think. Um, but yeah, I don't care. I don't care. You just you get you you give me a tootsie roll when I was a kid. I'm like, you're a solid motherfucker. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I can I can count on you when the shit goes down. You know, it's like you're just <laughs> when my blood sugar is low, you reach into your bag yeah. and here you go. Well, here's the thing that says so much about your personality, dude. The candy that you give out and also how you give it out says so much about your personality. The buckets with the please take one, you're too fucking trusting to people. You're in for your fucking idiot. You're book smart, not street smart. You know what I mean? Like you need, like you deserve, like you deserve to get fucking robbed is what you're saying. Like you, you just like anything bad. If something bad happens to you, you need to look back and be like, Oh yeah, I am the person who leaves the bucket out. I fucking deserve everything. Um, cause I'm too gullible. I'm too, I'm too trusting of people. You know, if you're the person who, who constantly reminds the kids, just one, just one, just one, just one, where you're too fucking controlling and you are probably not too fun to be around. You know what I mean? Um, you probably like drink Michelob ultra, and 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 you 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 live with like a just one, you know what I mean? Of every just just one beer, you know what I mean? Just one chip and salsa. Someone offers you beef jerky, you take just one out, and you're like, no, this is good for me. No, it's fucking not. No, it's fucking not. You know, um, you got to set the tone. You got to set the precedent. You know what I mean? And you got to and don't say anything. I'll do like one or two, depending. You know what I mean? Depending on the piece that I get. But I'm not like reminding, oh, just one, just one. I'm just like, here you go, here you go. Happy Halloween, happy Halloween. And you got to comment on the kids' costumes. Not in a creepy way, though. You know what I mean? Be like, hey, Buzz, you know, to infinity and beyond, you know, stuff like that. You got to, I'm a fucking, let me tell you, TJ, I'm a fucking master 
of handing candy out. I love it. As much as I love taking the kids around trick-or-treating and stuff like that, man, being the person in, in full get up, you know what I mean? Like or at the front of the house, handing candy out. It is, I, I absolutely fucking love it. It's, it's like, it's like a new way for me to enjoy Halloween because Halloween's got three stages and I understand I'm going off on a tangent. I don't give a shit. Halloween's got your kid stage where you're going on trick-or-treating. You know what I mean? Halloween's mm-hmm. got your like, like uh, teens to like twenties where you're going to these Halloween parties, you know what I mean? And you're, and you're getting, mm-hmm. you know, fucked up and you're, you know, doing all this kind of stuff. And then it's the adults where it's like, you're at home and you're making it a good, a good, it comes full circle. You know what I mean? You're trying to make it a good experience that, that you had when you were a kid. That's why I love the night. So, so yeah, I try to, I try to, we try to give them an experience. We try all the kids who come up, we want to make sure that they're, that they're having a good time and stuff. So, yeah, you know, I want to say that I haven't seen you as passionate about something since you delivered your vows to Kim. And that's... <laughs> I mean it, bro. Every time I go by the house with a just take one, it's like you, you, you're, you're probably gonna get, you're gonna get either like robbed or murdered or something like that, and it's gonna be like, well, they were the take one people, you know. I think for me personally, <laughs> that's going to be a really good time for us to take our break so we can come back. <laughs> so, <laughs> for me and my I house, fuck about, I don't care what your zodiac sign is. You tell me. You tell me if you're if you're a take one person or if you're are you a take one or a just one? You know stuff like that. He, well, okay. Before we go to the break, I can tell you that my issue has always been that I've never been in a place where. I can always bet consistently on the number of kids that are going to show up, right? So what I do is at the beginning of the night, I'm kind of stingy. I'm like, here's one or two. But like after an hour and a half passes by and that the doorbell is only rung the third time, I'm like, here it is. Are you here? There you are. All right. Did you just keep It's going? still rolling. Okay. Yeah, cool. it's still yeah. real. Um, but yeah, so you know, I, I it's never been consistent the number of kids that we have show up at the door. So at the beginning of the night, I'm really stingy. I do like one or two pieces, something like that, right? Mm-hmm. But then, you know, if it's been an hour and a half and the doorbell's only run third time, that next kid that's coming, guess what they get? Hmm. Jackpot, baby. Yeah. You know? Take it all. Take it all. I'm just like, yeah, I and lose- then I and then, you know. And then I shut it down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you you kind you kind of gauge it and stuff. You kind of ramp it up. Okay, like I, yeah, I, I can under, I can understand that. Um, but yeah, all right. But yeah, I think uh, this is a good time to go and get our our drinks, and then we can come yeah. back and talk all things Wendell, Wendell and, and Wild. Wild. All right. See you on the And we're. Back, Jordan. What you sipping on, buddy? Let me tell you. Um, I have so so the stores are kind of at least over here. They're moving on to like Christmas, Christmas stuff, yeah, and stuff like that. So the Halloween stuff is kind of few and far between. Uh, but I picked this up at HEB. This is Harpoon. This is a Dunkin' Pumpkin. Um, so it's a it's a pumpkin ale. Um, looks like uh, you know like a Dunkin' Donuts sort of thing. So I don't know if they have a partnership. With them or whatever, but I am drinking it out of. Kim got this for me for my birthday. This is my dugout mug. This is a Houston Astros uh, dugout mug. Um, 
it is carved and cut and honed from like a real baseball bat, which is really cool. Um, yeah, and it holds 12 ounces just perfectly because it is the last day of Spooktacular, but it is the first game of the World Series tonight with the Strohs versus the Phillies. So let's get it done. Let's get it done. Uh, I I am super happy that you are that you have that and I'm not trying to be sarcastic because I have a, I have a, I have a revelation for you. I know Mm. some listeners will like this. Some listeners will boo me, but Mm. the other day you reached out to me and said, do you fuck with Philly? And I'm like, nah, bro, I'm from Pittsburgh. Also, (laughs) uh, I'm not from Pittsburgh, but I live in Pittsburgh. But I was also like, I'm going to, I was like, I'll roll with you on the Astros. Yep. Um, I'll make this promise here and now, Jordan. Hmm. Here and now. Uh, if the Astros win the World Series, hmm. which they are favored to do. You're going to dye your hair orange? Hell no, nah, bitch. I'm going <laughs> to buy Astro swag, and I will officially... I'll, I'm probably going to do this anyway, but I will officially not bring up the cheating scandal again. Good. And be and I'll come Good. back. I'll I'll come back home. Because I was come, I, I come I, on I, home. Yeah. When you said that to me, I was like, let me do my research. This is the fourth time they've been in the World Series since 2017. I was like, all right, they're doing work. Yeah. Yeah. And and here's the thing, it's like we won't get too into this because that's not what this podcast is about. But yes, we we need a title that's not tainted. Yes, the twenty seventeen title is tainted because yes, we were cheating. All you know, the majority of those people are gone. It's practically a whole new staff now, definitely from the top in. And people forget, like Alex Cora was like at the head of that, and now he's the manager for the Red Sox. So, like, if you're right. for the Red Sox, what like what does that say about you? You know what I mean? So, again, um, yeah, we just we just need an untainted title. It'll, it'll be it'll be nice to have. So, Good. so I'm I'm here with you. I'm coming home. All right. All right. Come let's on. Do it. Let's do it. Yeah, my question to you was because, like, because, you know, you got the Pirates and the Phillies, and it's like, okay. Man, the Pirates one... ain't shit. The pi- I, listen, yeah. everybody in Pittsburgh who listened to this, yeah. tie me up on my toenails. I don't give a fuck. The Pirates <laughs> ain't shit. Yeah. yeah. I just, uh, I, I was wondering if it's like, okay, if the Phillies go, does the whole of Pennsylvania then rally behind? No, that's like saying if the Eagles go, do Steelers fans hop on board? Right, right. Because I know Texas, if the Rangers go, the whole of Texas ain't hopping on the Rangers, you know. No, yeah, it's the same way here. Um, but what I'm drinking is I am uh I have kind of switched to whenever I do drink, I've switched more to uh like gin or vodka or something like that, just again to watch the caloric intake. Right. So this this dad bod can be a father figure. Um <laughs> yeah. but today because of that, the beer the beer supply is low. I'm just drinking a Pabst Blue Ribbon, but I'm spicing it up and making it what I call a Corpus Christi Corona, putting some lime in it. You're, dre- you're dressing your you're dressing your PBR. I'm dressing my PBR. Hot damn, that is a father figure move right there, Jack. You are. <laughs> that is that is. Let me get a PB. A uh, man. Let me get a PBR dressed. Dressed. You know. <laughs> They're like, man, also, can I say that class. the moment whenever you call me, whenever you call me Jack in any conversation, that's the moment mm-hmm. I'm like, I feel so loved. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 
<laughs> yeah. That's like, dude, you order a PBR dress, you're not you're not trash, you're recyclable at that point. You know what I mean? You you've elevated. <laughs> you've elevated. You're the trash that like we actually care about. You know what I mean? No, 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 no. That one goes in the special bin. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're like, so, it's still cheap, but you know what else? It's yeah. classy. So fuck yeah. you. Yeah. You feel free to use that. Be like, bitch, I ain't trash. I'm a recyclable. Um I love that. All right. So, uh, Wendell and Wild uh, came out fucking today uh, on uh, on Netflix. This is one by uh, Henry Selick, who we've uh, talked about uh, before. Um, you know, directed uh, Nightmare Before Christmas, James's Giant Peach, um, and uh, and Coraline. This is his first movie since Coraline, uh, and it's done within that uh, same <clears throat> excuse me sort of um, stop motion uh, style. Um, and this is also notable for being co-written by Jordan Peele, uh, who is the hot horror con- horror commodity of uh, of the moment. Um, and it is starring Keegan Michael Key, Jordan Peele as the titular uh, Wendell and Wild, respectfully, um, or yeah, respectively. Sorry, and well, respectfully and respectively. Uh, it's got Angela Bassett. Uh, and Ving Rhames, which I thought was uh, was a lot of fun. I, li- I like Ving Rhames a lot. And it's funny, I made a Kojak reference earlier for you astute listeners, and Ving Rhames played Kojak in the uh, in the TV miniseries. So. Um, not that that matters. Well, I mean, it matters, but it doesn't matter if it doesn't. Uh, so we will uh, begin. You never so know. Start- Your fun Jesus facts Christ. might matter. Oh my for god. Oh my god. Hey guys, who's ready? I know y'all thought you were getting into plot and it was going to be an easy episode. No uh, tears and pain from trivia, but you were all wrong. TJ, drop a beat. Hey guys, are we ready? Absolutely yes. terrifies me. Absolutely <laughs> terrifies me. Ah. Yeah, yeah, just popped in here. All right. Well, classic trivia as per usual. We've got three questions each and a Mavis. Jord. Yes. Oh, oh, hang on. Let me not mess up my computer. Okay. Uh, question number one for Jord. This is the second stop-motion animated film to be rated PG-13. Did y'all catch the asses they dropped in there? I yes. Did. Uh, <laughs> since what film? So what film came first before this? That was PG-13 and stop-motion mm-hmm. animated. A, The Fantastic Mr. Fox. B, Isle of Dogs. Or C, Coraline. I'm going to say Isle of Dogs. It is, yeah. By uh, oh my god, I'm totally blanking on Wes Anderson, right? Yeah, I think it is Wes Anderson. Is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so okay, we're off to a strong start. TJ, mm-hmm. in preparation for their voice roles of Wendell and Wild, Key and Peel watched a lot of what comedy duo? A. Cheech and Chong. B. Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor. Or C, Abbott and Costello. C, Abbott and Costello. Yeah, they're classy dudes. Woo! (laughs) Jordan. Yes. 
speaking of George, Jordan Peele made history at the Oscars for Get Out winning in what category? A, best screenplay, B, best cinematography, or C, best editing? That'd be best screenplay. Yeah. First black man to win for best screenplay. Hold up. Yes, he's black. No, shut up. <laughs> oh, shut up. <laughs> so, but Black Klansman won for best adapted screenplay, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they have screenplay and adapted screenplay. Yeah, I think Black Klansman was also after Get Out. I think it was. That blows my mind that Spike Lee didn't win best screenplay. Racism. Racism. (laughs) Alive and well in America, yes, unfortunately. Uh, TJ. Mm -hmm. Okay, let me take a deep breath. Hey, TJ. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Daniel Kaluuya. Kaluuya? I'm sorry, Daniel. You can't even say the name, so I I I should just get the points. (laughs) I mess it up every time. I'm so sorry. I always say Daniel Kaluuya in my mind. Kaluuya. Kaluuya. Anyway, uh, he was nominated for an Oscar for Get Out. Uh, he's been nominated more than once for an Oscar, but for what role did he win? Or I guess I listed the movie. So for what movie did he win his Oscar? A, Get Out. B, Judas and the Black Messiah. Or C, Black Panther. Judas and the Black Messiah. Yeah. Y'all are on fire today. That one I knew. Hey. Yeah, I um, originally when I was writing this, I almost gave you the best screenplay one, but I couldn't remember if you were big on the Oscars or not. So I switched I, it up. I'm kind of big on the Oscars. It depends on the year. It depends what's up for best picture. Because if I'm like, yeah. I don't give a fuck about any of these things, then I don't care. Here's the th- here's the thing. Like in this day and age, there's no and and I, it kind of you know what. There's no difference to me versus watching the Oscars and getting the updates on my phone. Truth. And then watching like the speeches the next day on YouTube, like I'm getting the same effect. Yeah, although oh. the dresses, I like to see what everybody wears. So Honestly, like, the the only thing that I like is like when when they're like, oh yeah, nominated for best costumes, and they do like the retrospective. I'm like, oh yeah, that is really good. Ooh, work. Yeah, or when they do like good. best music. But I remember there was one year that the Oscars had the League of Extraordinary Dancers dance to the nominees for best music. Best presentation of a category ever. And they haven't done it since. So I'm all like, y'all slipping. It Let's does see. sound dope. We that's should why. write them a strongly worded letter. And that's why they paid Will Smith all that money. To um, slap the shit out of Chris Rock. Slap Chris Rock. So anyway, moving on. Jord. Yes. Ah, uh, another Netflix original film. Uh, how many Netflix originals have been released thus far this year? So I'm only counting their feature films uh, and those that are available to stream right now at the time of recording. So they have a list of like ones that are coming up, right? Uh, so with those stipulations, A, 83, B, 137, or C, 193. Jesus Christ. I, I know. Lucette is upset too. Um, no the the owner of the house next door is going around throwing mothballs around the the rim or the edge of the house. Um, either that or she's <laughs> sprinkling crack all over the place. Um, I'm gonna say she's a rare bird. 
fuck. Because I thought 83 was too much. For a whole year, 83? Gone You're talking about original movies, original series? She said Original films. So Wikipedia has listed it out as original films, and then they have like documentaries. Think think about the international reach, my dude. Yes, this does also include international films. So 83, 137, or 193. I'm going to say, I'm going to say, I'm going to say 137. Yeah. All right, TJ. Mm -hmm. No pressure. But if you get this, I think this might be the first trivia where you all get the questions right. In a while. In a while. Maybe ever. Uh, listeners, if you'd like to write in and let us know. Uh, uh, okay, so let's round this out with one more Netflix question. What year was the company started? A, 1997, B, 2002, or C, 2005? 97, 2002, or 2005. I was in high school when I started getting... The things, the really, yeah. When I started getting, yeah. No wait, I was not in high school because I was getting envelopes of movies oh. while I was in middle school. Because you said urges. Oh my god! Oh, that's fool. That started when, when I, was I was twelve. Oh, when that I was started getting... when I was twelve. The JC Penney catalog showed up. Like, oh. I was getting the things back no, in high school. When I was 11 or 12, the JCPenney's catalog started showing up, and I was like, I just like looking at men's underwear because I might need some someday. You know? <laughs> That's what that shit was. <laughs> okay. I Okay. Okay. My family was pretty slow to adopt new things, but it was... I, I remember specifically... Getting the Trigun anime DVDs through the envelopes because we were Hollywood video people. Just answer the question, bitch. Let me work through my mental mind map. Shit. (laughs) What were the options again, Kim? Because I think I know the answer now. Based on, I feel like I'm at an assembly or something. Nineteen. Why'd you sit your ass down? (laughs) Ninety-seven, o two, or o five. 97. It is 97. Hey. And see, I had to work through it, Jordan. You see how quick you... No, you didn't. You see how quick you answered that question? I had to work through it. I was in a high school when I knew I was <laughs> attracted to the male and special. More fun facts. <laughs> Netflix. Also, <laughs> Jordan... I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say this. Next time we in the Mavis and your ass is silent to stall, you can't say a goddamn thing. We gonna put a motherfucker. At least I'm silent. I can think silently. I don't think out loud. I thought your ass was at an assembly. Sit down. I bet you. I bet. I bet you also. Do you also talk on speakerphone like in front of strangers? (laughs) No. Make this man choke. (laughs) 
No, no. And I also don't say only one piece of candy either. So how about you get off my black ass and let me work through whatever multiplication of time I need to, okay? I'm sorry that you just saw me do calculus in real time. I was showing my work. I thought that got extra points, teacher. Shit. Well, I do have extra fun facts about kind of early movie streaming so at some point, I believe Netflix approached Blockbuster to try to get Blockbuster to buy them. And Blockbuster was like, nah, no, thank yeah. you. Y'all are yeah. dumb. Also, Enron tried to either invest in a company or start like a section of their company that would be movie streaming. But like long before the Internet was even close to being able to handle that. So I, Enron is well, a then, fascinating company. And then Blo- and then Blockbuster tried to do it too. Blockbuster yeah, tried to have did. their own streaming service. And I remember they, they had um, the the first PS3s, uh, early like the one you know like early on in the PS3 era, you could go buy a PS3 from Blockbuster that had the Blockbuster app like preloaded into it. Hmm. All right, Grandpa, it's time do, for bed. Real quick, do you remember? Do you remember the first Netflix? movie that you streamed because i remember mine it was probably something garbage i do remember being very excited because it used to be watch instant when uh spice world was on there oh but that that was not the first one the first netflix movie i streamed was uh sex drive with uh seth green and um really yeah it's like a road trip movie where they're trying to get some kid laid I know the movie. The first wow, one I, as the name would imply. The the well, first one I not, no. first one I streamed was uh, Step Brothers. Ooh, mm. yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. All right, Mavis time. All right. It is yeah. Mavis time. Uh, so we are tied six hundred and six hundred. I'm gonna need your wagers, good sirs. All of it. All, All of it. it. Of course. I love it. Y'all, I blew my extra trivia facts, so if I need a tiebreaker because y'all blow this, I'm gonna be bad. I'm gonna be mad. We're gonna blow an assembly, Kim, because apparently that's where we're at. (laughs) Touche. I think there are some that would beg to differ with their ability to blow an entire assembly. So, all the madness. I'm never gonna get up. I feel like I'm in an assembly. So I said it too. (laughs) (laughs) All right, y'all. So this is a type your answer one too. By the way, don't shout anything out. Girl, they all Um, are. I uh, not all of them for the whole season. You need to start specifying when it's not a type your answer. Well, because if you just yell it out and then you're supposed to type it, like it's fine if you type it and then I'm like, yell it out. At least, you know, you're not giving TJ your answers. Anyway, back to my question. I'm being hassled. (sighs) We all love the Key and Peel show, right? Right? If we don't, tell me now so I can like take that back, marinate on it, see if we can all be friends. Yeah, okay. We do. It's just been a minute since I've seen watched it. Yeah. 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 Me too. But it is. It is very good. I liked uh, it better when it was called The Chappelle Show, but that's just me. Boy. Oh, my God. <laughs> sit down. Uh, anyway, uh, the nominators for the Primetime Emmy certainly liked the show. Uh, the show has been nominated a number of times, but how many Primetime Emmys have they taken home as a win? 
Oh, we just got gas. Yeah, yeah. You just, it's a Mavis. We don't get multiple choices for Mavises. <sighs> okay. Is this the closest? Yeah, closest while being closest. Oh, the looks of concentration on the faces, listeners. I wish you could see it. <laughs> Does anybody else have the trivia theme music stuck in their head? Tissue. Oh. I'm doing a terrible rendition. You said primetime Emmys, right? Primetime mm. Emmys, yep. All right. Jordy, you ready? Yeah. Send in three, two, one. TJ says one. George says ten. It is two. They have won two. So that makes TJ our winner. Honestly, I found it really difficult to be like, okay, the show, I had to be like, the show's on Comedy Central. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's going to do a thing to it. So. And they have, I think I counted 19 nominations. And they only won two? They, I know. It's it's Racism still alive. They just be concealing it. Okay. But also. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So that brings our season standings to Jordan at 19, TJ at 16. Ooh, it can still happen. Coming for that ass. Competition is alive and well. I'm coming for that flat white boy ass. <laughs> oh, bullfrog butt. I like his butt. You can't have All it. Right, bye. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> All right, play me out and get back to your plot. Ribbit. Okay, so uh, <laughs> we have <laughs> we uh, yeah our plot. Congratulations, by the way, on the on the win. Um, oh, thank you. Yeah, so it opens with uh, uh, a girl named Cat and her parents, uh, and uh, they're at some kind of uh, fair or something like that. Um, and we get a little bit of exposition. Her parents own like a beer factory or root beer factory or something like that. A beer, and, a and brewery. They own a brewery, a brewery. <laughs> and the dad's on, and the dad's on the phone. He's like, you know, hell no, I'm not selling to you or whatever. And he's, you know, so he's like distressed or whatever. Has a, has an awesome looking beard. The animation on this, I mean, it's no, it's honestly, it goes without saying that the animation is, is, is stylized awesome. to, and it's yeah. great. Yeah. Really good. Um, and she, uh, a uh, little cat is eating a candy apple and they're driving home and she bites the candy apple. She sees a two headed worm in it. She screams really loud. The parent that both parents turn back. First mistake. Only one of y'all needs to turn back. Okay. Whoever's in the passenger seat driver. Don't turn back. All right. So parents out there, don't turn back and look at your kids. If you're driving. Let him figure it out. You know what I mean? Um, and so they both turn back. He dr- dr- j- jumps off a bridge. Not jumps off a bridge. Drives off the bridge. Uh, <laughs> He's like, I'm out. Water. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
into the water. And I uh, guess what the dad gets knocked out. Um, yeah. And then, yeah. Um, uh, the mom is like talking to cat. She's like, listen, you need to hold your breath. She unrolls the wind. She rolls the window down and, uh, and, the the cat gets out and then, and then goes up and then the wife, the mom turns to the dad, I guess, trying to get him or trying to whatever, but then they both end up drowning. Second mistake. And I, and I looked over and I told Kim, I was like, Hey, if that happens and I'm, and I'm out cold, you swim out with the kids. You know what I mean? Don't, don't be trying to, you know, you got limited time. You know what I mean? So clearly the parents just, they're just, they're owing, they're over two and it costs them their lives. Um, so we think <laughs> that makes Kat sort of this, uh, uh, she's, uh, she's, she's bittered by this experience. She turns into this little, little, uh, little teenage criminal and she's going to this uh, all girls uh, school. Uh, and we have uh, the, which has uh, uh, sort of regular uh, classmates there. Um, and it's also in the town of Rust Bank, which a little bit of history with Rust Bank and kind of tying into uh, the parents not wanting to sell. Rust Bank was brought, was uh, 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 all the, all the business and stuff were bought by the, the Claxon uh, 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 company and like Claxon just owns the whole town with goals. I'm just going to say this now, they want to demolish the whole town and build like a private um prison and stuff like that so that's that that's their ultimate goal so the town's complete shit it looks it looks like it look tj it looked like silent hill that's what it looked like when they were driving it did it did it looked it looked like it looked yeah it was like this is fucked up and so they go to this school and you have your your you have the preppy girls uh, uh uh with the leader of um what is her name I don't know. She's the daughter of of the Claxons, so she has ties. Uh, uh, Shaban. Shaban. There you go. Yeah. So Shaban, uh, Claxon, and then you know she has her sort of lackeys, and then there is um, another um, student, Raul, who is a trans uh, boy. Now, I I just want to, you know, I I don't want to necessarily necessarily say warning, but uh, yeah, there is there is a trans character in here. So for parents who, you know, maybe want to have that conversation with their children, not have it be done like in the middle of watching a movie they didn't know that was in there, just know that there is a trans character in there. And for parents who are cool with that, awesome, you know, whatever. So just that's just y'all just y'all just know that. Um, So because I know, right. It's in different strokes, but like some parents would rather have that conversation with their kids like themselves rather than be like, oh, this is in a movie now. And now I got to talk to my five year old or my six year old about like why this boy is in an all girls school. You know what I mean? So just. just, Right. And and it's also I think it's it's uh, it is good for representation. Also know that they do do a couple heavy handed like mentions of it um, to like be like yes this person is trans um but they also don't give raul any any say in it except for like once right um mm-hmm. so yeah I, I yeah yeah but it, it's really about we are we 100 percent know that people should be talking about this the question is do you feel like your child is of the age to where they can comprehend it? Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's up to you as a parent, you know what I mean? And obviously, you know, take, take, you know, you're going to, you're going to, you know, we're not here to tell you how to have that conversation with children, but 
you know, because it wasn't advertised. I guess now, I guess what it just came out today. So of course I didn't, I didn't know anything about that, but I'm sure y'all will see stuff about it, but just in case you don't just understand it, like that's it. Um, and so, uh, and then Raul's mom, uh, was, uh, an attorney or a paralegal or something like that, who is like, there's some scuttlebutt, you know, there, there's some, there's some, there's some, uh, 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 something fishy going on here, believing because there was a big fire in the town that killed a lot of people. And a big fire like, at uh, a big fire at Cat's family's brewery. Yeah, yeah, yeah a big fire at, at at the brewery, and she's like, you know, I think I think the Claxons were behind it. So already pretty heavy. Uh, I got a five year old kid. My five year old's not going to be watching this anytime soon. Um, so I, th- I think this is this is definitely for like the older. You know what I mean? And it's also PG thirteen, of course. So take that into into consideration. Um, I think this is this sits similar as uh, Bridge Hollow did with it's like this is for like the older kids or like the you know even even like preteens and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and of course, adults will will, will enjoy enjoy it. Um, yeah. So uh, and and uh, Raul's mom is convinced that the um, the Claxons burn this stuff down and she has like all this evidence on her wall. And, and, you know, so they're setting up some plot threads here. Uh, You also have um, on the other side of things, you have this uh, Ving Rhames's character whose name, what is his name? Buffalo Belzer, uh, who sort of serves as now I thought this was really inventive and really creative. So Buffalo (laughs) Belzer, has an amusement park on his belly that everyone's soul goes and plays at for all eternity. So like in this world, if you die, hope you like amusement parks. Um, Can I say something though? What? The way they have to get to the amusement park is when I was like, what the fuck? Cause he poops them out. They show a butthole. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, this movie. I'll, I'll say the soup. This movie is like gorgeously animated. It's also really disgusting. There's some stuff in here. <laughs> really? Gross, I was like, he just pooped and, out ghosts. Yeah, and I was eating a peanut butter and jelly sandwich, the best sandwich in the world. And like, I was like, man, this jelly ain't so appetizing anymore. You know, I don't. There's a lot of snot. Yeah, oh, that, shit, that shit. I was like, come on, y'all. Y'all have to do this shit. It's some gross. Um,. But uh, yeah, so he has an amusement park on his belly and his two sons, Wendell and Wilde, the titular characters, are sort of under his thumb. They, they sleep inside of his nose. So each, each nostril is, is a bedroom. And we open with them riding this tardigrade looking thing that is keeping the hair on, 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 on his head, on, on, uh, on um, Belzer's head. Like it's like it's like making follicles. It's like making holes, and they're putting the cream in, and the hair sprouts. It's like this is this is wild, you know. Meanwhile, all of these souls are are playing on this um on this amusement park, and their whole thing is Wendell and Wild. They're like, you know, we want to have uh, uh, a, a, a an amusement park all of our own. I can't remember what they called it. They call they call it a fair. They we want to have a fair. Dream fair. Dream fair. Yeah, dream fair. And so they, they have, you know, grand aspirations, but they're just the sons of this guy. Like, what are they going to do? They need money. They need all this kind of stuff. So <clears throat> meanwhile, uh, 
in the middle of a class. So Kat's kind of doing her thing. Kat's kind of an asshole. And, she got and a chip on her shoulder for sure. Yeah, and I think she's supposed to be. Like, she kind of comes in there. She walks into class with a big stereo on her shoulder. She doesn't give a shit. She kind of takes a shine to Raul um, and 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 an almost an immediate distaste of uh, Shaban and, and her cronies. What were you going to say? I think we're forgetting one giant aspect about Kat's character is that Kat's character is a product of the school to prison pipeline right and so she's supposed to be presented as this like really hard and tough and like uh i was in prison so i had to i had i was in juvenile detention so i had to toughen Mm -hmm. up right uh and so that's the exterior that she puts on and that's really the like fish out of water story that's being told here as far as cat going to the school sure still an asshole though but yeah i agree with you um and so she it's about the reason she, she's an asshole that's the whole movie i know it's about that reason but i'm just saying she's an asshole you know she is and, a, and, and she, we, we 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 get to that later you know what i mean it's she's an asshole but it's also like she she's a serviceable main character you know what i mean yeah. she's the kind of asshole character that like i'm gonna get to the reason why you're this and you're gonna overcome it don't yeah. get me wrong i love that kind of character that's some of my favorite you know, characterization. That's why I love Peacemaker so much. The show, because it's like, dude, you suck. And I know there's a reason why. And I know there's going to be a great emotional, like, episode that sort of fully, like, unpacks your shit, you know? Um, And so, uh, Kat ends up getting clowned out by some figure and and she gets a a marking on her hand, which is like, I, I was looking at that TJ and I was like, that's a pretty dope tattoo. It you is a dope I mean? like, tattoo, it's like, it's though. Like the skull teeth on the on the top of the hand, and like the skull nose and the middle finger, you can hold and it up just, like that and be like, yeah, ah, yeah. Uh, and that and that's the marking uh, that she gets. Um, and then, uh, oh, meanwhile, so this school, we we have a a, a nun, we have a, a what's the name, nun, Sister Helly or something like that, Sister Helly, um, yeah. Yeah, and uh, played by Angela Bassett, and then the the owner of uh, the run, the person who runs the whole school, Father Bess, is kind of this greedy, you know, kind of guy. So those are some two uh, uh, side players, uh, sort of there. But yeah, so she ends up uh, getting um, essentially like you know possessed uh, by uh, this by this entity, and that makes her. Wendell and Wilde's Hell Maiden. And this brings us to sort of the main through line of this whole movie, whereby Wendell and Wilde basically say, you are a Hell Maiden, you can summon us. And if you summon us, um, we, like, if you help us, because they're, they, you know, they want to uh, uh, have their own fare. If you help us, we will bring your parents back to life um, and stuff like that. And then it's revealed that the cream that they bring, or that they use rather for, uh, Belzer's hair uh, brings life to dead things and stuff. So we'll just put the cream on them and all that kind of stuff. Um, so yeah, that is um, sort of the main uh, setup uh, there. So um, she ends up, Cat goes and steals, I thought this was funny, this bears, it's called a bears above, yeah. uh, which belongs yeah. to uh, Sister Helly. Uh, and she... Um, once she's going to use that as sort of like the like the the, the ritual in the ritual to bring Wendell and Wild um, back, um, and then uh, before this or like like around this time we're we're introduced to the Claxons, 
who uh, end up killing, like straight up, like murdering Father Best and like murder, straight murder. Like hit him and hit him in the head with a golf club and throw him in a frozen lake uh, because he's the only witness to them burning the town down. So at that point, we have some dramatic irony introduced where it's like, okay, now we know the audience knows the full story. Raul's mom is sort of onto it, and then everyone else is sort of ignorant to the real uh, sort of um, facts behind uh, the uh, the uh, uh, the fire. So we're at his funeral, and then Cat again taking a shine to Raul, sort of sneaks him off, and he's like, "Oh, you're going to help me bring Wendell and Wild back. Uh, you're going to help me summon Wendell and Wild." They summon Wendell and Wild. Wendell Wild gets summoned on the other side of the graveyard. And this cool little like they end up so Wendell and Wild they're like these purple kind of demon looking things, and then to get into the other world, and they also look like Key and Peele, which I thought was kind of cool, like the character design, like, ex- exaggerated versions of Key and Peele. And so they come out to the to the other side of the graveyard, and and Cat's not there. Uh, they end, and so Cat's thinking this whole thing didn't work out. They end up putting the cream. They they end up digging up Father Bess and bringing him back to life. And then he tells them, like, oh, you know, if you want money, you're going to have to um, uh, get to the talk to the Claxons. And, you know, because they want they want to demolish this, this whole fucking town. So they end up going to the Claxons, Wendell and Wild and Father Bess. And Father Bess is being like, hey, it needs like a vote or whatever. And, and they're like, you, you know, resurrect the, the, these people that are going to vote yes to the demolition. Um and don't resurrect anybody else and we'll give you the money you need for your fare. You know, so Wendell and wild who are titular characters are suddenly briefly villains, you know, uh, uh, but like unknowing villains, which I think is a fun sort of character, um, to, uh, to have. Um, and then there's this whole, they end up, uh, 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 taking Raul, um, to sort of, can he sort of like unwillingly, sort of helps them dig up these graves of all these old rust uh, rust bank people um, and putting the cream on them. It's a pretty cool sequence, I think, where it's like they're sort of all coming out of their, their coffins and they all look different and, and all that kind of stuff. Um, and so I think that is, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was pretty cool. Uh, and then Cat uh, ends up con- seeing, seeing Wendell and Wild and she's like, hey, what the fuck, you know? What's going on? Like you, you where, help where, me? where were you? Yeah. And they're like, Oh, well, you know, well, yeah, we'll help you bring your parents back. If you do everything we say now, if you basically serve us and stuff like that. So turns her into this kind of not mindless, but like this person who's just can be possessed and influenced to do their bidding and stuff. And she's like, and they're like, you know, get out of here and stuff like that. Um, and then, uh, after that, um, we have, uh, yeah, we, so we have this zombie council uh, sort of uh, being um, being brought back. Um, and then uh, Raul ends up sneaking away and getting the cream um, and putting that on Cat's uh, parents who aren't as like decrepit and like fucked up looking as, as these council members and stuff like that. You know, honestly, I was like, for being dead for five years, they still hold no <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's right. So, uh, Wendell and Wild discover this, and they and they they, they trap him again. Um, 
And then Cat ends up seeing all the all these people back, all these like dead dead people hanging out in like their homes and their old homes and stuff like that. And she's going back to the to the um, to the brewery, and then she sees uh, uh, her parents there. Um, and uh, it's this um, kind of uh, it's 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 emotional, you know. Um, and you know, we kind of learn a little bit that like. Uh, cat has so much blame and stuff like that. Um, and that, um, you know, she, uh, she, she has like a lot of guilt, uh, for, for them dying. And she's like, you know, I screamed, like I shouldn't have screamed. And the dad's like, you were only eight. Like, it's not a big deal, you know, stuff like that. Uh, but we know that it's not fully, uh, uh resolved yet. Um, it's around this time, uh, that sister Helly is revealed as have, having been a hell maiden, uh, herself and so we sort of have that um, that uh, bond there and as as the forces of Wendell and Wild like this being you know uh, a cat's possession sort of take hold Sister Kelly takes her to uh, this other guy oh man bird um, mm-hmm. and uh, to sort of exercise her basically and I thought this seg- this segment was pretty fucking cool just by any sort of movie standard for uh, sure where it's like she she kind of revisits that night again. And, and, and then it's like, so the car then become just animation wise, like the car then becomes like a, like a dark version of her with like chains. And it's like, it's like this mix of like a car and like a, like a cat sort of like, you know, amalgamation. And she has to go and like, she breaks the chains, but then she has to like jump into the memory or something like that. And like sister and her are holding hands and when she hugs the when she hugs the 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 cat car for lack of a better um, expression, I thought that was really cool. It's like her like kind of like forgiving herself, and and that brings the the demon out of her. And this is when I kind of started appreciating some of the subtext the movie has in it, where it's like they don't explain everything. Clearly, Wendell and Wilde had a get with Cat because of the guilt that she had. You know what I mean? And they used that against her to sort of get what they wanted. Um, and then, um, at, uh, meanwhile, uh, Shoban discovers that her parents ain't shit, you know what I mean? And learns the truth. And then she comes down to tell everybody. Um, and then, uh, uh, and then meanwhile, there's a lot of meanwhiles in here, you know what I mean? Cause there's a lot of threads going on. Belzer realizes that Wendell and Wilde have, have escaped and he goes after them, um, and then he is touched by um, by a, a painting that uh, that Raul has done, um, and then he's like, "I've been a bad father. Like y'all are, you know, y'all are good or whatever." <laughs> and, he, and then Wendell and Wild are sort of like brought into. So everyone's kind of teaming up now. Uh, and then uh, we have uh, the big uh, uh, vote or the demolition vote, which of course goes. Uh, into uh, into effect, but then it's like the same people voting for the demolition are like doing the demolition themselves. So we have like zombies operating the construction equipment and all that kind of stuff. And then we have a standoff between them and Wendell Wildcat and 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 company. Uh, and they um, they drive up there and they're throwing snowballs and they're doing all this other kind of uh, stuff. Uh, they end up um, uh, defeating them. Uh, and, um, then the Claxons are arrested because they they resurrect some wit, some other witnesses to the fire. 
Um, so those plans are stopped. And then before Kat's parents go back for good, um, she gives, uh, Kat gives her parents a glimpse of like the future, which I thought was really cool. Like, Hey, this is the way, this is what my life is going to be like without y'all. And it's going to be great. And it's going to be good. And it ends with a really cool and a really, a really specific sort of message. And I think like, this is what kind of elevates the movie in terms of, um, and not, not necessarily quality, but in terms of like audience, like, um, um, like emotional, um, like, the, like, 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 like emotional capacity, I guess, where like, you know, she learns to like forgive herself. Like she's basically saying like, I don't have to be, I don't have to carry this guilt, you know, anymore. Like it legit was in so many, it legit was like an accident. Like I, I'm okay. Like it's okay. It's fine. You know? Um, which I thought was, was, uh, was pretty cool. Um, and then Wendell and wild say that they're going to give, um, uh, her parents, uh, VIP access to their new, uh, dream fair. And then we have a cool uh, credit sequence with some cool music and some cool visuals and then a nice little post-credit uh, tag. But that has nothing to do with the movie, but it has that is uh, showing like the animators doing their thing and there's a really cool sequence with the uh, cat figure. So that's Wendell and Wild. And I'm going to say, if I can just kind of go into it, um, I liked this movie I don't think I liked it as much as I wanted to. And I don't, there was like early on, I was just like, I'm kind of bored, you know, and, and the pacing and the way, and, and I think this is true for a lot of Henry Selleck stuff, just the way that the voice acting is very like subdued and everything is just sort of languid and it's kind of, you know, I don't know. It. I'm not sure where I fall on this. That this sits firmly between trick and treat for me, and that it was a good movie. Like you know, the animation top notch. You know what I mean? All that kind of stuff. Like what it had to say, I thought was cool. But just the delivery, I was like, this is kind of boring, and I don't know. I don't know if this is like a solid Halloween movie for me. Um, what are your thoughts before we get into like our, our, our individual ratings? I'm kind of like exactly where you are, to be honest with you, because yeah. like it took me a while to reframe the, the pace of action that happens in these movies. Um, and I have to remember that like with stop motion movies, a lot of times they have to save like the big, explosive thing for you know they can only do it once or twice because they're expensive as hell right Mm -hmm. um uh and because of that it's uh it's just slow to start it's slow to get going i actually paused it when i was like this is something that is interesting to me and it was 45 minutes in you know Mm. um and the, the commentary on the prison the, the school to prison pipeline is not subtle, um, yeah. nor do I think it, it 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 intended to be. But 
as someone who is like acutely aware of it, it felt a little heavy handed to me at times. Um, so I, the last third of this movie, I was all about, it's just getting there. It's just getting to that, to that, to that last third. Uh, and I also think that the, the first 20 minutes is kind of clumsy at like moving all the pieces into place. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But so I, I, I'm going to lean towards treat, but barely, but barely, barely, barely. Yeah. And see, and, and this is why I sort of brought up the, the two score rating system for, for the spectacular. Cause it's like, if, if we were operating on a normal scale, this would probably get like, you know, between like a six or a seven, you know, which is like, it's still good. Uh, but for this man, I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, I'm going to go trick on this one. I'm going to go trick, but like, like the, the, like the best kind of trick, you know, I, I, I can't, I can't recommend this movie as being something that you like watch at like Halloween parties or, or in the family. And also too, and, 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 you know, for parents out there who have like, you know, children who are preteen and stuff. You might you might rank this a little bit higher, but I know for me personally, this is not a movie that that you know is going to be going on a lot in uh, in my house. So that is that is that. So let's look at the four movies we've done: Hocus Pocus Two, Hotel Transylvania, Curse of Bridge Hollow, Wendell and Wild. That's an easy rating for me. Okay, what is it? Hotel Transylvania, followed by followed by Hocus Pocus Two, followed by Curse of Bridge Hollow, followed by Window and Wild. So, so you, was that from like best to worst? Yeah, I think I'm gonna agree with you on that one, TJ. Hey, but Bridge Hollow and Hocus Pocus Two are kind of like Hocus Pocus Two, like barely above. Uh, Bridge Hollow, but uh, but yeah, I think I think I think Hotel Transylvania is our like takeaway, like with a bullet winner, with a silver bullet. You know what I mean? Like, just sort of encapsulates everything you want out of like a family Halloween, um, you know, movie. It could be something you sit down to watch, or it could be something you have going on in the background, and it's all it's all Halloween all the time. So, all right, well, hey man, we did it. And that is Wendell and Wild, and that is Spooktacular 2022. That is Spooktacular. Uh, as as I said, next week we're going to be taking off because Jordan and I will actually be in the same place, and we're going to be doing all sorts of other things than recording. Yes. Uh, and you know we'll catch you up on what those things were when we get back. Um, also, no, I want to give a shout out to Eileen who sent the most thorough and thoughtful email to grownmenwks at gmail.com about. What Eileen wants uh, us to watch for uh, Holly Jolly um, Jingle Jangle Jam 5000. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. And and we are going to we're going to sit down and we're going to look through those suggestions. We're going to pick some uh, and and roll with some of those. And y'all, you still have time to do that as well. So shoot us an email at grownmanwks at gmail about what Christmas movies. You would like to see uh, us cover, and we will do just that. Um, as we prepare 
to enter the last two months of the year. Uh, we want y'all to continue to take care of yourselves. Get uh, get boosted when you can. Get that flu shot. We're in an immunity gap right now. So if you get the flu, it's going to hit your heart. So go ahead, get your flu shot. Get Make sure your family's safe. Take care of each other, uh, especially this Halloween. Uh, go out, have some fun. Stay crispy. Stay crispy, y'all. And we will catch y'all next time. Jordan, mm-hmm. I have one final question for you as we close out Spooktacular. Hmm. How's it knowing... How's how's it feel knowing I'm so close to catching up to you in trivia? Like how how's that sit with you? It's dicey, it's dicey. You know, I was sitting I was sitting pretty there for a minute, and then it, uh, you know, as all as 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 the great tragedies would tell us, you know, there's always a downfall. So, hey, um, you know, you know, you can only stand so tall for so long. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I appreciate you trying. I'm coming for you, though. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, if. If you end up winning, if you end up winning this season, that will put us. That'll that that'll give you your one win. You know what I mean. And then and then, uh, you know, we'll make things. We'll make we'll make we'll put the universe back in order. It'll be like it'll be like, it'll be like it'll it'll be like the show's like villain era. You know what I mean? If I win, it'll it's the like, villain era. Yeah, it'll be like that season two or Four that five. season three Four in five. a show or like. Four. The principal of the high school. Grown Men Watch Kid Shit is a Moon Street Media podcast. Intro and outro music was created by MPC. Want to find us online? Check out our social media links in the show notes.